Kura, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kura Wellington and welcome to Wellington Access Radio. 106.1 FM and we are B-side stories. Stories about the people that make Wellington tick. My name's Perrine. I'm here with Christine. Hello. And just about Merry Christmas. Oh. Last show for the year. <laughs> yeah, pretty pleased about that. Yeah, we've got some fun stuff for the last show of the year. Yes, we thought we would focus on yeah, happiness and novelty kind of recreation kind of vibe. Is that roughly yeah. what we're talking about here? Well, yeah, and also we've got a little bit of um, how we can make Christmas more good and more sustainable um, this year. So I'm going to be talking with Ali Kirkpatrick from Waste Ed um, and the Hopper Home Eco Store about how we can reduce our waste at Christmas time because I feel like we've been talking a lot this year about reducing waste with plastic bags and yes. straws and all that kind of thing and then Christmas comes and a lot of it goes out the window and the yes. plastic plates start coming out and all of the gift wrap. So what can we do about that at Christmas and when we're travelling as well? Love it. Great. Um, In the second half of the show, I have um, a couple of guests coming in. This week is solstice, longest day of the year. And I want our two guests, Kate St. George and Pip Lee, to give us some ideas of how we can fill these beautiful long days at the moment. So that's coming up after 5.30. Cool. But for now... Let's hear about Christmas. Okay, thank you. And welcome, Ellie, to Hi. the show. Wonderful to have you here. Thank you. I mentioned in the intro that you're from Waste Ed and the Hopper Home Eco Shop. And I'll just let you tell people what those are first and why they exist. Sure. Um, so Waste Ed is a, a waste education social enterprise that is run by myself and my partner in crime, Sarah Child. Um, we... The basic focus of Wasted, it came out of the Low Carbon Challenge, which is a startup kind of um, eight-week course the city council runs um, to help small businesses or small ideas grow into bigger ideas that somehow reduce the carbon footprint of Wellingtonians. Um, so Wasted came about through that because we just we both uh, run Boomerang Bags Wellington and running Boomerang Bags Wellington, we noticed this massive gap in how people really knew how to deal with their waste in Wellington. So um, there's a real lack of education on what can be recycled, what goes into what bin, but there's also a lot of amazing grassroots community groups doing awesome stuff in their their chosen waste stream, but no one connecting them. So we kind of took it upon ourselves that we wanted to be that connecting group that would connect, say, KaiCycle with a community garden in Karori or have that worked, um, but also to run workshops for Wellington specifically about recycling in Wellington, Mm. um, where your plastic goes. And it was phenomenal how many people had no idea. Mm. (laughs) So off the back of that, Sarah and I are really passionate about um, food that's not wrapped in plastic that's affordable. So while there um, is options, not many options, in Wellington for bulk food, a lot of it is quite expensive. So our big passion... um, was to create a zero-waste bulk food shop. And luckily, we met up with a bunch of other amazing women and we've managed to make that happen, which is what has become the Hopper Home Eco Shop, which is on Hopper Street, uh, opened four weeks ago Mm -hmm. and is kind of starting to rev up a bit now for Christmas. So that's super exciting. 
You did mention Boomerang Bags in there. Mm. Um, it's <laughs> worth mentioning what that's about as well, isn't it? Sure. So Boomerang Bags is a, another grassroots community group um, that is global now. So there's 750 communities all over the world. Um, it started in Australia in 2013. There's over 75 communities in New Zealand. And basically, uh, communities come together. They make reusable bags out of upcycled or fabric that was destined for landfill. And then those bags are handed out free to the community to use instead of plastic bags. So they've been quite vocal in the ban the bag drive. And um, there's quite a few quite strong communities around Wellington now who have infiltrated local supermarkets. So that's really exciting. Really interesting that you have... Um seem to have become so involved in so many different things in Wellington around waste reduction and education. Yeah. Why has that been your journey? What is it that's driving you? Um, I think for me, obviously, it's common sense. That's a big thing for me is that, you know, Mother Earth is dying right in front of our very eyes. And um, while there are a lot of overwhelming things that you can't deal with on a personal level, how you control your own waste streams, you can deal with if you make the effort. Um, obviously there's a lot of legislation that needs to change to make it easier for the consumer, but I think there's ways you can change your life personally with a little bit of education and a little bit of digging around and some creativity to actually reduce your waste. So that's for me, it's funny, I, I think back to even before I was actively involved in this to how I was constantly you know, questioning people and questioning myself about waste before I even realised that's what I was doing. Like I found, I was going through my Instagram account the other day and I found um, photos of me making my husband put potatoes in his pockets at the supermarket because we had no bag. And I was like, well, that's like three years ago. And I really only got involved in boomerang bags two years ago. But even back then, this is obviously something that's been in in my being for a while. Mm. Okay, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. This makes me sweat a little bit about the waste. <laughs> um, I want to know what the big concerns are. What makes you sweat about Christmas when you think about the waste? And what are those ways that we can change our behaviours to make it a bit better? Yeah, sure. It's a good question. Um, I think for me, the big thing is the amount of crap we buy to put in our kids' stockings. That's because I've got two little ones. And Christmas is, you know, I'm a, I love Christmas. It's my favourite time of the year. Um, but we really don't put much in their stockings now these days just because what you do buy, they literally use once and they throw it away. And a lot of toys these days are made to be used once. I did a great Instagram post on Wasted a few weeks ago with a toy called The Smasher, which is like this little red ball that my daughter got and a lucky dip at the school fair, Mm -hmm. you literally throw this red ball at a hard surface. It breaks into six pieces, and then there's this stupid little collectible inside of it. And that's it. That's like the toy. And I was just fuming. (laughs) Boog Instagram (laughs) post. But the reactions I got from people was was really exciting. People were like, yeah, and we've actually been talking to this specific company. I think they're called Zunu or Zulu who make these things. Mm -hmm. And... But it's that whole thing of we have to put all these things in their stocking or in their whatever it is at the end of their bed at night or whatever and because it makes them think we love them more. Or Mm. it's that whole concept of the more stuff I give you, the more I love you, which is completely not true. How do you suggest that people (laughs) deal with an expectation that there's going to be a Christmas stocking with treats in it? Um, For us, we have the conversation. Like... My ten year, almost ten year old is very aware of waste, and they go to a great little school that's an enviro school, and 
that school's very aware of waste. And even my little, almost six-year-old is, she's the plastic yeller at Moore Wilson's. Oh, my yeah. God, there's plastic, there's plastic. But we say to them, if we buy you the stuff, you're going to use it once and then where's it going to go? And they, I mean, they're the first one to yell, oh, the whale will eat it. It'll go up the turtle's nose. <laughs> so, you know, they But if your kids aren't going to an enviro school and they're not being exposed to this... Well, you can still they... have the conversations at home, though. I think it, as adults, it's our responsibility because at the end of the day... This is the planet we're leaving them. And if we really love our kids, then we need to prepare them and we need to educate them now so that they don't grow up as 80s consumers like we did. Because mm-hmm. that was it. The 80s was this massive decade where we were all told to consume. I mean, I know it happened in the 50s and 60s with plastic, but the 80s was particularly intense. Yeah. And that was my childhood. So I had all of that. I had a million Barbie dolls and everything else. Mm. Um so it's having that conversation of do you need this and why do you need this and is this going to make you happy and how long is it going to make you happy? And I think they're way cleverer than we give them credit for. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to do a Christmas stocking, um, have you got good suggestions for a way of keeping that spirit alive? We do books because mm-hmm. books are eternally loved. Mm-hmm. Um, we do – I mean, we have a couple of dodgy little traditions. They always get – a certain big lollipop that is wrapped mm. in plastic, <laughs> but we've been doing that since they were little. Um, we we actually try and start traditions every year. So this mm-hmm. year's new tradition, nothing to do with the stocking, is that um, they have to make their own plate of food, but yes. they get to pick it themselves. So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I just I I think that we just based giving doesn't need to be a material thing, you know, and giving feels good, and mm-hmm. that's why people like to give. But it doesn't need to be this thing. It can be a hug. It can be, um, I'm going to push you around your bike. It can be, I'm going to take you to the zoo. You know, there's so many other different things. And even if you still want to keep it mainstream, movie tickets. That's mm. a great giving gift. Um, mm. I was thinking about Secret Santas, and I know that's your pet hate, <laughs> the other day. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if for a Secret Santa it was like a little gift certificate? Yeah. And you had to make it up. And maybe it was, I will make your coffee for a week no. or I will um, park your car, you know, or something. Mm. And, and you know, why can't we do that? I made a one Christmas for my stepson who's now 22. He must have been 14. I made him a little booklet of vouchers and there was one for every month. And it was stuff like, I'll cook you lasagna because he loved lasagna and mm. I hated cooking it. And he knew that, you know, but yeah. he loved that. And that was a perfectly awesome gift for him. And it went out through the whole year. I did a year of buying nothing new a few years ago, and that was my solution to, to gifts for the whole year was I would give people a gift card of, I'll take you to the movies or I'll play around yeah. with golf. And it lands really well because you get to have time with people yep. instead of giving them stuff. And also made. seed bombs are great for kids. What is like, a seed bomb? Like the little, um, you just give them, you can get those little things of soil and a little cardboard thing and some seeds, and mm. they can plant that and then they can grow it, you know, and then they seeing life give it, like... Just think outside the square, really. <laughs> yeah. What about adults? Gifts for adults? Yes, for adults. I do tea a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I do unpackaged tea is quite nice because that's kind of something that most people will sit down and have a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Booze. Yeah. <laughs> Beer. Coffee. Yeah. Fair I mean, just things coffee. like that. I mean, for me, I guess my order is waste and then it's fair trade and then it's ethical. So all of my gifts are will be, it will start with waste and work its way down sort of the stream but um you can be so you can make things make some fudge for someone or Mm -hmm. you know like and just box it up in something really pretty with some leaves or something on it you know there's a million 
different things. You don't actually have to spend that much money. Yeah. Mm. We've talked a bit about the gift-giving side of waste at Christmas. Um, where else do you see the waste come in at Christmas time um, that you know is so out of proportion with the rest of the year? I'm thinking. I think food. food's a big yeah. one. There was an article in the Guardian three or four days ago about 2.1 million tons of cheese get thrown away at Christmas time. Thrown away. Because basically people buy, they might do five cheese platters over their Christmas break, but they'll buy the little things of cheese that have got mm. a selection of cheeses and the ones that people don't like don't get eaten, so they get binned. And I, I posted that on Facebook and, you know, even though it's a, like a UK stat, I reckon the boys at Kibosh would agree. I mean, Christmas mm. pies, legs of ham. Mm. I remember Marty saying that they get hundreds of legs of ham in that, you know, that are wasted. And it's just that whole thing of the other. We gorge ourselves at Christmas. We buy all this food for Christmas Day, and we cook it, and we stuff ourselves full of food, and then we all sleep in the afternoon, and then there's all this stuff left over mm. that there's no way we'll ever eat. What's your advice? Because there is this culture of um, of we're celebrating, and therefore we will have excess. Yeah, I guess I'm a bit black and white in that. It's just like. Pull your head in. Do you really need that? And why? And if and if you need to fill a hole by doing all that, what is actually missing in you? Mm-hmm. You know, if you like, we all need to start digging a bit deeper into ourselves and saying why. Why do I need to do that when there are billions of people starving all over the world, mm-hmm. and we use all of those resources to make all of that stuff that we use once? And you know, when it comes to meat. We use all that land to grow all the animals, which probably aren't treated very well. And, you know, and then we're just going to throw that meat away. Like, are we valuing our resources? Are we valuing the planet? Are we valuing other creatures that we live with? I'm such a hippie, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have stats for New Zealand by any chance? Or what context can we provide around um, the amount of waste, um, extra landfill, uh there is a, there's a stat, but it's Auckland-based, mm-hmm. um, that was over the Christmas break, we throw out 30% more to landfill, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I've seen something. So yeah, that's Auckland, yeah. though. I mean, and you, yeah. you could fair something, you could put that over the whole country, really, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty scary because it, yeah. it literally is just, I'm using it for five seconds and I'm throwing it away. Packaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrapping paper. <laughs> yeah. Right at the start of our conversation, you talked about um, recycling and the conversations that you have with recycling mm-hmm. and people's surprise at what can and can't be recycled. Yep. I um, wonder how many people think that all of that packaging and gift wrapping, um, that the gifts are coming in on Christmas Day, can be recycled. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what what is the reality? Well, the reality is um, nothing really is getting recycled these days because what is getting shipped to Malaysia has just been... Um, by Radio New Zealand and Greenpeace is being burnt illegally. So all of us diligently putting our stuff in our commingled recycling bins, very little of that's actually being recycled. It's just being stockpiled over there. Our soft plastic scheme's broken, so all of your, like, chip packets and that stuff, that's all now being stockpiled all over the country mm-hmm. while the packaging forums sort that out. It's been going on for about four months now. And um, glass bottles drink wine drink all the wine you want because that will get recycled <laughs> glass is great particularly yeah. in wellington yeah like our we have the highest recycling rate of glass um in all of new zealand simply because we actually separate our glass from the rest of our recycling um what else is there very little of that packaging 
toy packaging, batteries, none of that really will get recycled. It's all either going to go to another country where I'm going to go 90% of it will be burnt um, with no care for the people living around those factories or the waterways or anything um, and the rest of it might be recycled if it's been really well looked after and it's rinsed and it's clean. Um, yeah, so no, none of it really. <laughs> it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sitting here thinking, gosh, we've gone to a terribly dark place on our Christmas yeah. show. Um, and and I understand why we need to go there mm. to confront people with um, the facts. Yeah. Um, and then how can we um, give people a little bit of the lightness and the joy? <laughs> what, what can we offer? Um I think that if we think about it before we do it, then we're not going to create the problem. Mm. And I think that Christmas doesn't need to be about huge boxes and huge things. It's supposed to be about being with family and friends mm. and it's supposed to be about an air celebration. And if we want to go on the religious path, you know, there's a celebration of the birth of Jesus and then it's the commercial part is still that it's hanging out with the people you love. That's what Christmas is supposed to be about. And, you know, is that not enough of a gift? Mm. What so, are you going to be doing on Christmas Day? What am I doing on Christmas Day? Well, Sarah's coming to stay the night on Christmas Eve because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's her first Christmas away from her family in Australia. Yeah, so um, your business partner. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So um, she'll be waking up very early by my two children because Santa will have come and the dog mm-hmm. will have woken her up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we doing? We're literally just going to hang out and I've ordered a fish. And we're going to eat a fish and probably drink too much alcohol and hopefully it'll be sunny and we can sit in the sun, but not too much. You might be able to help answer a question yeah. that I was having last night around sustainable fish in New Zealand. Mm, it's can a tricky one. Um, probably really shouldn't be eating any of it, to oh, be okay. fair. Um, I don't actually have any. I, I used to have a little bookmark that mm. told me which fish I could buy, um, but I think it's all got plastic in it anyway. Yeah, we were wondering whether there was any particular fish retailer in Wellington. I think, I think Pacific, Pacific Moana at Moore Wilson's are pretty mm-hmm. good, and I know they're family-owned, and I know that they actually bring it in fresh daily. Mm-hmm. So that's something. And then there's that little guy, actually, who comes into the veggie markets oh, in yep. the mornings, and he mm-hmm. brings fresh prawns as well. Yeah. So at least you know that he's... On Sunday mornings. I wouldn't buy any fish from overseas, I mm-hmm. don't think. Yeah. <laughs> it's so depressing, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to downer you about Christmas. Um, we can still celebrate, though, and we can... That's the thing, you know. ...still be with the people that we care about. Yeah. And give And you people... can drink champagne for breakfast. It's the only day in the year you're allowed to drink champagne for breakfast. <laughs> well, it's in a glass bottle. We could probably do it every day. We, well, maybe, but it might not do too well for my head. <laughs> um, you know, I think, for me, it's about Christmas and now the joy of my children. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they don't... Um, like we don't do a mass amount of gifts. It doesn't matter. It's the magic of Christmas for them. You know, we have a little train at home, an advent calendar, and the fairies come every night and they put a lolly in the train thing for them and they get to eat a lolly before breakfast, which is quite a novelty, obviously, in December. Mm. And that magic for me is enough. Mm. And I think that magic for them is enough. Mm. Like they're a bit grumpy at the moment because we don't have a Christmas tree yet because we're in a heated discussion Mm. about live Christmas trees and my husband's promised to make a... um, driftwood christmas tree but he hasn't got to it and this morning my daughter's like it's six days it's six days and there's no tree i'm like i know we'll sort it out on thursday she's like that will be four days (laughs) yeah maybe she could make it 
Well, that's what I said. Go to the beach, just get some driftwood and just bang it together. Are you going away for summer? Nope. We're staying here. I quite like staying in Wellington. I love the way the energy just kind of settles Mm -hmm. because everyone else goes away. And you pretty much get the beach to yourself and some backpackers. Like, Mm. that's the only people on the beach, really. Yeah. What's your advice for all of those who are going away? Because I'm really conscious that when we're travelling, it's another yeah, big sure. area of um, risk in terms of waste. I was saying to you the other mm. day, we carry those uh, wipes in the car and I'm, I'm, I, I don't think they're terribly sustainable. So what, what are the big areas that, um, that when we're travelling, we're creating more waste in and how can we deal with that? I think the trick with travelling is to be organised, and it's really boring, but mm. um, plan Plan what you think you'll need. So when my girls were little, we always would have a little, um, it was a snap block plastic bag, but with a flannel in it, a wet flannel, already f- wet, ready to go for when we travelled. Um, obviously, you've got your reusable water bottles, your reusable, reusable coffee cups, um, throw some cutlery in your bag, um, have some containers in your bag. So if you do get takeaway, they can just like fill your container up. And a lot of people mm-hmm. are starting to do that now. Uh, the rubbish trip, who are... A couple of um, zero-waste gurus, nomads as well, they travel all over um, New Zealand talking about zero-waste and they've got a great little blog on their website about travelling and camping zero-waste. So if you look them up, The Rubbish Trip, um, it's their blog from last summer. But that's pretty useful. TheRubbishTrip.org? Uh, I think. But cool. just The Rubbish Trip on Facebook and you'll find it all in there. Those guys mm-hmm. are amazing. But they're, Previous they're, guests on B-Side Stories. Yeah. Pardon? Previous guests Oh, on there you go. Stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are great. And they, they're really realistic about it as well. Yeah. It's tricky, you know. It's a low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What would be some quick wins for anyone this Christmas or this summer? Um, quick wins. Throw a, bam- a bamboo toothbrush mm-hmm. into a stocking. So you oh, don't cool. use plastic ones anymore. Mm-hmm. Um get what's another really easy one that you can just do um there's all things that hopper eco shop sells good to know (laughs) just drop that in um there's lots of little things start thinking about what you put on your body so move to a natural deodorant that's in better packaging that could be another little christmas present you Mm -hmm. know there's things out there um plan your food and actually look at how many people you need to feed and then buy what you need don't just go nuts and go, we're going to have six different types of cheese. Just get the one really good one and maybe pay a little bit more, but you know it's going to be delicious. Mm. Um, do recycle. Like even though <laughs> I'm just like, recycling's broken. At least yeah. try to recycle. Um, what else? Enjoy the sunshine. <laughs> it's going to be sunny on Christmas Day apparently. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Wellington has had a good run on sunny Christmas days, I think, for the last few it years. It has, actually, since like 2013. Yeah. Mm. But we won't tell anyone. No, don't else. tell anyone, otherwise it'll all fall apart. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. Stay still. Try not to travel mm. too much on Christmas Day. And then you're not doing that rushing, crazy, I'm going to have to run in and buy that because we've got to bring that thing. See if you can sit still on Christmas Day and just, like, settle and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I know is super tricky for some people Mm. when you've got ten different families you have to get to. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I want to um, ask you about after talking about some of the big challenges Mm. is what gives you hope at the moment around um, our direction of travel? The kids, 100%, the children. Yeah, like, they're incredible. Any, anyone pretty much under the age of 25 that I've met who has any interest in waste or the environment 
are incredible and mm. they are thinking outside the square and they're looking at the current system we live in and they're going, this isn't working. Mm. Like the, um, what's her name, Greta? The Sweden, yeah, the girl from Sweden who stood up at the climate change summit and was just like, I was like, high five to you. Like she was mm. so eloquent and she pretty much nailed what I think her whole generation is saying and no one's listening to. Um, and I think they're way more aware and they're, they're actually seeing the impact now, whereas we didn't see the impact, but they're seeing it and they're like, actually, this isn't right. And I think that, you know, it's, there's a groundswell happening now and these little ones are pretty amazing. Mm. Mm. So while we're all worried about, well, we must fill up their stockings and, and give them packaged food while yep. we're on the road, they actually know better. And, I think um, they do. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think also when you empower them, they really enjoy calling their parents out. Like mm-hmm. with boomerang bags, that was the best way to get parents using reusable bags was to go into a school and talk to the kids and give them a boomerang bag. And then you'd see them at New World going, Mom, use the boomerang bag. <laughs> you know, and I think that's... They un- like they really understand what, and they know what landfill is, and they know what single use plastic is, and they know they've seen the turtle with the Robert's nose. Like they see it, and they see the rubbish on the ground, and they see the birds, and yeah, it will change. The I really believe it's going to be okay. Yeah, because we'll have to start listening to them. Yeah, because they'll soon be our leaders. Yeah, Fantastic. there is hope. <laughs> I promise there's hope I reckon a future show we get the kids on the show and um, oh my god my girls would love that <laughs> they would just be like oh, <laughs> they can report back maybe and give yeah. us a review of yes. your Christmas exactly. 2018 yeah, yeah. I like that idea <laughs> fantastic you know they'd think that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Ali. no pleasure I love the conversation where can people find um, you in terms of boomerang bags wasted hop a home store <clears throat> um, so wasted doesn't have a home, but you can get us online. It's at waste, W-O-S-T-E underscore NZ, I think is our Facebook handle, or Instagram is wasted NZ. Boomerang Bags, um, either the Boomerang Bag New Zealand or the Boomerang Bag Wellington Facebook pages. And then, obviously, Hopper Home is um, at 11 Hopper Street, right next door to Kibosh. So, you know, where Kibosh is, we're just tucked in beside those guys. Um, yeah, that's where we are. Thank you. Have a Pleasure. wonderful waste-free Christmas. Well, we'll see how I go after all my preaching, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Have a brilliant summer. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.